come true And I wonder if you know What it means, what it means To find your dreams and I Thank you for coming to my tea party today. My name is Peyton Johnson, and this is a High Noon Tea Podcast. I'm so excited to have my guest on today, Adam Yankovi. Hello, Adam. Hi, Miss Peyton. Oh, my goodness. You are my professor at Drake University here. Yes. And Fortunate. Yes. Oh, thank you. And what do you teach here? I am a professor of theater, visiting, visiting professor oh. of theater, which means that I'm here for a one-year contract applying for the full-time job right so we'll see what happens about Lovely. that um, but teach acting musical theater music direct directing all those oh, fun things I didn't know we still had visiting in front of our title today yes oh well I mean that's not a bad thing so I love visiting places I love <laughs> vacations Drake is a nice vac- it doesn't feel like a vacation today though no it's too cold it outside. is brutal it is miserable outside today. Yes, Peyton made me leave the uh, <laughs> fine arts building and go across campus, and I about lost a lung. I, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I know, and he said that he had to run. I, you didn't have to run. I was just – it's a very calm day. It's a very, very calm day for me. So we're going to jump in. I'd like to talk a little bit about you. Okay. Um, so you, how long did you perform before you decided to teach? So my story is yeah. – I've always wanted to be a teacher, actually. Oh, okay. My undergraduate degree is in music education. So I went into college thinking that I wanted to teach, at the time, band, uh, if you will. I was a tuba player in Mm. college. Um, I was a drum major, and I love conducting, and I loved... I didn't know any of this. this You're learning. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, So that's what I really wanted to do. And I, my last year of school, second to last, sorry, Um, I had some friends that I had met through other friends from high school that mm-hmm. were like, you should, you have this beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. You should audition for, um, there's another school. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, another school in town. Shut up. Yeah. One of my best friends is from there. Who's that? Um, her name is Jasmine. Me and her did um, Summer Stock together. Okay. But we can get into that. Okay, so Louisville, We'll get Kentucky. into that. So, <laughs> yes. So, a- another college in Louisville, they were doing a production of, um, it's, it was called Alice in Wonderland, A Curious Adventure. Mm-hmm. Not your tr- typical Alice story, but similar. Um, and they asked me to audition, and I got cast in one of the leads as the Cheshire Cat. Ah. And from that moment, I kind of got the theater bug, because I had never really done anything before that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'd always wa- I'd gone to theater and I'd, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Fiddler on the Roof with my grandmother. And, mm. uh, my mom used to take <laughs> me to shows. And so I had always loved it, but I had never mm-hmm. gotten yeah. into it. So at that, and so once I did Alice, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So my last year of school, I basically Devoted. dove yeah. in fully to theater acting classes. I started trying to take dance, not very wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I get that. I started get that voice real. lessons. That was the first time I'd ever taken voice lessons. What year? Wait. My fifth you were year like of college. Oh, wait. This is college? Yeah. I thought we were in high school. Oh, <laughs> no. this is. A, oh, wow. <laughs> I've had voice lessons with this man. It's very, he, it's very, very good. Very impressive. So that's that was the first time you did voice it lessons. It was my last year of school. Wow. Yeah. So I, it's crazy. Wow. And then you most recently, you music directed Little Women? 
or what? I was the music supervisor. We had a student yes. music director, oh, Jackson yes. Keeley. Yes. But I music directed nice work if you can get it. Correct. So then. So I, so gra- school, I finished um, my, I graduated with my bachelor's in music education, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't want to teach. I want to be on stage. And so I uh, auditioned for several different schools, mm-hmm. ended up choosing to go to AMDA in New York City, the American Musical and wow. Dramatic Academy. And in New York, so it's, that's a, it's a 16 month intensive mm-hmm. program where it's, you're every day basically from eight until eight. It's a yeah. 12 hour day. Uh, you're singing, acting, dancing all the time. Um, and if you're not there, you're encouraged to be studying, learning, doing projects, or seeing theater yeah. um, as mm-hmm. much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. And then as soon as I graduated, um, I performed for four years in the city before I took a contract in Asia. That's what I want to talk about. Asia? Me and a friend were sitting in Little Women, and we were going, you know, reading the program. And then I saw that you were in Curious George overseas. So I well, did... your credits are impressive. But, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, he was the man in the big yellow hat, weren't you? Say it. I know you were. I wasn't. What? I wasn't. Um, so, <laughs> right, so that was fall of 2010. I yeah. did Curious George Live tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the second tour, uh, second leg of the tour. Um, we went all over the U.S., started in Miami, and then <clears throat> we did a month in Texas, and mm-hmm. we did North Carolina, and we did the Twin Cities, and we did wow. in between. Um, <clears throat> and that tour closed in, like, December yeah. of 2010. And then I went back to New York, and I kept working – um, I did a lot of uh, Gilbert and Sullivan players in New York, and I did some other, you know, off-Broadway type experiences. And then I got cast in a show um, in China, in, in mm-hmm. Macau, China, um, at Venetian. What is it like for you to have basically a year to discover this passion? Because your life was on a completely different trajectory. Yeah. yeah. And now to, you're, you know... And you're working, and well, you were working at that time, and you still are. But you know, what is that? What is that transition like? Because, I mean, I'm a musical theater student. I never imagined I'd be podcasting. I never imagined right. that I have a small business starting right now with fashion and like photo shoot direction. And I mean, I still have the passion for musical theater, and I'm I have no, you know, inkling of giving that up whatsoever. <laughs> but Good. you know, it seems like at one point you're so young and you know you're headed in a very steady one way and then something else is happening and then all all of a sudden you're you're working and you're doing well at something you never anticipated what's mm-hmm. that like do you ever reflect on it well i think life throws us curveballs and we have to choose to either embrace it yeah. and follow it with fully or ignore it and the being on stage, I could not ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took a, com- it did take a complete shift. I mean, I didn't, music has always been a part of my life. And yeah. so that, fortunately, musical theater and, and music education, they're not totally uh, uh, far mm-hmm. off the spectrum. It wasn't like I was doing law or yeah. medicine and decided to... <laughs> <laughs> go into theater, you know, yeah. um, and so so they were already s- they were still art centric. It just took a shift 
mentally, emotionally, a little bit financially because yeah, I mean, moving to New York, packing up. I was like, I'm moving to New York. Mm-hmm. I was 23 and I was like, okay, I'm diving mm-hmm. in. Um, and I felt like at that time it was the place to be. I was like, I'm young. I have the energy. I would. I feel like if I don't go now, I will never go yeah. or I'll never have these experiences. And so I was fortunate to have my parents. They're very supportive at the time and they've, they've always been supportive of art, my arts endeavors. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would have loved me to be a doctor, but, um, <laughs> you know, but I think that they've been, they have been very supportive. I think um, my parents knew from a young age that I would not be a doctor. <laughs> I'm the oldest. And I was like, it was either boss lady or rock star, superstar. Oh, that one. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully future boss lady. Well, I'm dressed like one today. You are. I love this I dress. Thank by the you. Way. You <laughs> are what you wear. Yes, it, that's what it says. And on it the is front. a black dress. I'm currently <laughs> yes. I'm currently Marie Kondoing, which means. Do you know what that means? No. Well, I mean, I kind of coined that phrase, but there's like a Netflix special <laughs> <laughs> of this woman <laughs> named Marie Kondo okay. who goes through people's closets in life and like. Helps them get rid of things. Oh, that's I good. know. And she says, you can't hold on to anything that doesn't spark joy. So you know my closet is extensive, and I've gotten rid of, you know, because every time I walk past his office, he's just like, oh, Miss Johnson. That's new. <laughs> yeah, it is. All of it's new, and it all has to go. So I'm wearing <laughs> things that I've never worn before, or in a very long time. Sure. In a very long time. And this is probably, I do like it, but I might have to give it away. So it's like it's last hurrah. I think it's fabulous. Oh, I thank you. I do. I love it. I know. I've had a great time in it today. So, but, um, I did want to. She said I was the man in the yellow hat. I was never the man in the yellow hat. Oh. I played the doorman oh. track, and, so, and because, um, the man in the yellow hat is more of a tenory role. The doorman role, um, is actually a three track. He yeah. So the, George, if you know the story, the monkey, the curious yes, monkey. Of course, we know the he, story. He, well, not everybody, maybe doesn't. I know. My listeners are educated. So, <laughs> he, the doorman is the uh, is in the building that George lives with 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 the man in the yellow hat, and he has his dog Hudley Hundley, I think. That's I what the dog's that name. Part. It's been a I'm long not time. Educated. It's the dachshund, if you remember, <laughs> which was a puppet, yeah. which was super fun to get to play with and control. Um, but George decides on this specific story to help Chef take his famous meatballs to the famous meatball competition in Italy. And so because (laughs) of that, the doorman is no longer needed after they leave New York. And so George ships himself with the chef's meatballs in a package and he flies to Italy. And I became an Italian street performer in that. And then I became the host MC, if you will, of the meatball competition. Oh, with dancing meatballs galore. <laughs> uh, it was super fun. Super and fun. How, and where in, you said Japan? Or? So that was United States. Oh, that was United States. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in China, Macau, China, I worked at the Venetian and I was a gondolier. Oh, If wow. you've been to Vegas, and I was at one of the street performers in that. So we wore oh. all of our Italian Renaissance um, beautiful uh, clothing that we would then walk around the street. We had a, a duet partner, mm-hmm. and we would sing duets and solos, and people would just stand and watch, and then they'd want to take pictures. So it was basically like a walking street show that you just walked around. It's a giant mall, Oh, the Venetian, if you've never been to Vegas. Um, it's like it is a giant mall. Not yet. I'm not 21 yet. Right. But in, in China, it's the same. It's just bigger. 
Um, of course it is. So <laughs> that was six months of my life. And then I came back and I moved to Des Moines. And I was in Des Moines actually for nine months before I went to grad school. Mm-hmm. Because I, while I was in China, I was like, I really miss teaching. I love performing, but I really do miss. Yeah. And so a friend of mine that was there actually from Louisville, who I had done community theater with before I moved to New York, also booked this China gig, and we were roommates. Ooh, it's a crazy small world. You yeah. never know who you're going to run into. Very true. Um, and so she and I, she had just gotten her MFA in mm-hmm. musical theater, and so she was like, I really think that you should mm-hmm. pursue that. And I was like, I think you're right. I should mm-hmm. start doing research. And so while I was there, I started that process. And when I came back, I auditioned into the programs that I was interested in, and Three years later, graduated and started teaching. So outstanding. There's we we went a wrong way to get yeah. through that story, but no, there's no <laughs> wrong way. There's no wrong way at a tea party. It's all uh. tea. Well, Adam, you've lived such a full life. I'm so excited <laughs> that I get to sit here and learn from you and drink up your knowledge because I'm very impressed. I think Des Moines is very lucky to have you, and I think Drink is very lucky to have you. That's kind like, of you to say. Yeah, of course. In my outline, I have exclamation points to everything, and you touched on everything. I was like, your credits, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, tell me about Drake. Well, you need to tell me about Drake a little bit more. Have you enjoyed your time being here? I have. So I started yeah. at Drake. This it's a, it'll be three years ago. So mm-hmm. I it oh, would have been. Right. I was an adjunct professor, um, spring of 2017. I was covering for. Um, former professor Carla Cash. I was mm, teaching her American <laughs> musical theater <laughs> class. Um, I loved Carla. I loved Carla. I didn't really ever interact with her. So yeah. I've just heard all kinds of mixed yeah. reviews. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so th- I was, I taught her a uh, American musical theater class, which mm-hmm. is musical theater history class, and had a mixed bag of students that... Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't know me, and <laughs> musical theater is not, or musical theater history is not an easy class. And so I think some people were a little yeah. bit thrown off guard. So heard. you've heard, <laughs> yes, there's the T. Um, <laughs> so uh, I left going, okay, this was fun, but I don't know if I'll be asked back. I just don't know what that situation was. Yeah. Um, S- starting off light. Right. Starting off light. So then that fall, I was asked to be full time at Iowa State. Um, and I had a friend who took your course there. Oh, goodness. Who was yeah. that? Her name was Haley. I don't know her last name off the top of my head. She's tall. She looks like a brown Barbie. Haley. And she's not an acting major, but I just talked to her the other day. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be talking to Adam re- like very soon. And it was very backwards. It's very backwards the way that we're slightly connected. Why? That is, that is crazy. I but, should yeah. I, uh, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, her name is Haley. Haley. I, don't know, I do not know what her last name is, but I know her. You'll Facebook and tell me. Yes. Um, well, hello, <laughs> Haley, because um, I'm sure you'll be listening. Uh, so I was at Iowa State the first year, too, that I got out of mm-hmm. grad school, and I was just kind of adjunct, though, half-time. And then I was full-time at Iowa State, and um, Andrew Riker, also oh, also lovely, good. wonderful human, yeah. Um had been the music director for a lot of shows and he also left for a new job. And so John Graham, who was directing the musical in the fall, was looking mm-hmm. for someone. And so we kind of connected about that. Yeah. And so I came in and a music directed Runaways. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really of, yeah. changed, I think, the, my dynamic within the Drake mm-hmm. 
theater community. Because now everyone definitely knew who you were. Uh, yes, yeah. uh, for good or worse. Because <laughs> I never laid eyes on you my freshman year. And then this is what you're talking about now would be my sophomore year. Right. Yeah. And that experience, I think, was a really positive for mm-hmm. student relationship building with yeah. me. I think um, it just shed a new light on who I was and who the students were. And I think we just built a really uh, strong foundation, if you will. Um, And then John got ill. And so Aaron Horst, who's also a professor of theater, we kind Mm -hmm. of took over the show, which also... They did what um, had to be done. (laughs) uh, It strengthened the bond of the cast and directing team, and which I think was really positive. Yeah. And so because John had to take a leave, then I was asked to cover his class in the spring. So I came in okay. and I taught auditioning. Now all the dots are make, are connecting for me because yeah. I'm just like, okay. That's why I didn't know you were visiting. I was yeah. like, just class after class. I was like, okay. So jo- they actually asked me to teach all of John's classes in the spring. Oh, okay. But I, because I was full-time at Iowa State, I just could not make it happen mm-hmm. in my schedule. So I ended up teaching auditioning, cl- the auditioning class, yeah. which was a blast. It was super fun. We brought in like six Broadway actors or touring Ooh, actors yeah, and yeah, yeah. the students got to audition and have Q&As and it was just a really, really great class. And then this summer, M- Merla left mm-hmm. and there was a sh- an opening and it was kind of a short turnaround and so oh. I was asked to come in for a one-year contract to teach at Drake. All <clears> the dots <throat> are making sense. Um, it's like, okay. And so I am, I'm here through May per contract and then if I get, I did apply for the full time job. So if I'm hired, yeah. then I'll be and back that. in the fall. Wow. So we'll see what happens. You so that's the journey at Drake. Yeah. The students have been lovely. Um, we just finished Little Women, the J Term musical, and it was it was it was a lovely experience. We were talking about yeah. it with um, Aaron Horst and John Pomeroy mm-hmm. about it's just a really fun three week process of mm-hmm. putting together a show, and the students were great. Really mm-hmm. good hard work and. So it it was a magical type of theatrical experience. It doesn't always happen. No, it does not. <laughs> it really does not. And I I loved the show. Thank you. I loved <clears throat> well, I loved the set first and foremost, like walking in because it's in the black box. And mm-hmm. every musical that's been in the black box, I've loved. I don't know what it is. I mean, there's only been two, but I don't know if I saw Sea Rock City somewhere like. If I saw it in Pi, I'd be like, yeah, that was fine. But, right. like, something it's about the, the intimacy. intimacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the lighting was great, and I was sitting next to Brittany KMP, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, you could definitely tell Roy did these lights. So I was watching them, and I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then, uh, I mean, all my peers were in it. And right. I emailed you about it. I said my all my peer strengths were highlighted. I was impressed. I'm, I'm never not impressed by the people that I work with. And I think that... Um, when you know people in a social context as well, people have such a tendency to um, to just be down on themselves. And then right. you watch them, and you're like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, shut up. Or, you know, like maybe <laughs> somewhere that they're like, yeah, I do so well at this. I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's talk about that now. Right. And I think now that I'm a junior, I've been able to have more in-depth and real conversations with people about mm-hmm. the artistry and what it really takes and how they're able to accept criticism. And this show was no exception to, you know, going out to dinner afterwards, having a sleepover with friends afterwards, and just sitting and talk, talking about it and listening to them. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not an easy story Mm-mm. to tell. It's very sad and very long. 
And I look forward to talking to Haley Wilson, who played Joe, about stamina. Um, because yeah. I remember hugging her and her being not uh, just out of breath. And not, I yeah. don't want to say miserable, but she was like definitely <laughs> tired. I was that, impressed. And that role is a tour de force. I mean, yeah. Sutton Foster played it originally, and oh, the, that character that. is really never off stage. Mm-hmm. And it's a two and a half hour musical. And she has some very epic singing. Yeah. Um, and so we worked a lot on that with Haley. And I think that, you know, she did a she did a very, very, very good job of, of pulling this show together and her acting was exceptional. She really, you know, I think everyone, I I was really impressed with the students work across the board. I think Mm -hmm. everyone really like brought their a game and there was clearly a passion and love and joy for the stage, which I don't think we always see, not just at Drake, I think anywhere. And I felt like everyone just loved telling this story Mm -hmm. and there was such a community Mm -hmm. in the storytelling that I think it was it's just one of those experiences that mm-hmm. we'll never have again. Yeah. Um because this is one show and this one time doing this, but it was it, it was remarkable. So it's something to cherish for sure. Yeah. I yeah, I have such a good time watching um performances at Drake or at college campuses where I don't know a majority of the people in a yeah. show or even where I do know a lot of people in the show um just grow because yeah. I remember visiting this campus when I was a senior in high school and watching like, I don't know, whatever they were doing. And I was like, okay, this is so interesting. And then I actually came and then watching people accelerate over two, three years mm-hmm. has been outstanding. So the senior class I think is more than prepared to go do and whatever they hit their world. Hit I the know. World. And the junior class is my class is doing okay. We're making very big strides as oh. a unit Especially just socially, I think. There's a maturity there mm-hmm. that we don't all hate each other. We hated each other during, like, second semester uh, freshman year. Hated. There was drama. That's tea. And I can say that confidently because no one's going to deny it. There was tea. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is a theater department, so there's yeah. drama always. But, yeah, there is. It's an interesting, it's an interesting com- community. Yeah. Across the board, like you can see each class and its uh, maturity and development and growth and how much uh, you start to embrace each other as you get closer to leaving. I know. That's the sad part. It is sad, (laughs) but you, the industry is so small Mm -hmm. that you don't want, you don't want enemies because you never know. You, you never know. I was in New York City the first week of January, and I was at my favorite bar, Maurice Crisis, which is a piano bar. It's a basement Ooh. piano bar. It's down in Greenwich Village. It's a <laughs> so it is in the like neighborhood, and oh. it is <laughs> it's my favorite bar in all New York. It is like piano players, and everyone's just singing show tunes, and it's mm-hmm. just super fun. It's a it is a blast, and. Uh, it was like midnight, 1230, and in walks Ooh. a wonderful friend of mine that I had not seen in 10 years that I went oh, to AMDA with. That's bananas. 10 years. Talented, super smart actress, great voice, like just beautiful human. And she has written and produced her own musical that she's touring. And oh. so she was like, oh my gosh, I think... I'm trying to get your sh- my show to Des Moines. 
And I'm like, well, this <laughs> is how this is connected. Like, and so it was just one of those things like you never know who you're going to run into and, and how your life and career is going to develop. Mm-hmm. And so you, you always want to be a wonderful human and gracious and humble and loving and giving. And so that when you mm-hmm. in 10 years from now, when you're like, yeah, I'm a casting director <laughs> and your friend walks in and you're like, Oh yeah, they were a B yeah. in college. I don't like them. I don't even want to see them next. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. It does. It happens. It's very unfortunate. I've had the the extreme pleasure of working in Summerstock for the first time this last summer. Wonderful. A great experience. Where was that? Alpena, Michigan, Thunder Bay Theater. Okay, I've never heard of that one. It is so Michigan's like a little hand. Yes, and it's right up here. Oh, (laughs) you were almost in the UP. Almost in the UP. (laughs) We had people from Canada. Shout out to our Michigan folk. Menchie. (laughs) That's your new nickname, Emily Mench. Oh, that's so cute. I didn't know that. And Mr. Kroll. Mr. Kroll. Ms. Kroll, as you all call me, Ms. Yankovi. So, Ms. Kroll. (laughs) I hope you all listen to this. They definitely do. And it's because of the attitude that's presented. So, if he presents the attitude. (laughs) The T. The the T. If he presents the attitude that requires a Ms., you know, because everyone calls everyone Miss. They're like, oh, Miss Hatfield for Andrew Hatfield. I call him uncle because that's just the relationship we have. <laughs> but, you know, Ms. Horst. Sometimes, you know, she comes in, Aaron Horst will come in with the boots and, like, the scarf. And it, that's a Ms. That's a serve right there. Riley Keough called me Ms. Yankovi yes. the entire three weeks of J-term. Well, that's because she's probably had enough of of me? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> she's had enough. I know. Ms. I, yeah, there M- was a schwa Z- after that, too. Ms. <laughs> For sure. So I had the distinct pleasure of working with some extremely talented people who loved it. And I also had the extremely um, grand privilege of working with people who were very, very talented, but just nasty. Mm-hmm. Just nasty people. And, like, finding that balance of just, you know, a working relationship. Um, and learning right. what you do like, what you don't like, um, how you like to be talked to as a, right. as a young lady. I was the youngest girl there, person even. So, mm-hmm. and you, and that's it's easy to fall into the traps of negativity. Yeah, guilty. I know I've done it a lot, and so it's um, it's that's a really good key. lesson to learn sooner rather than later. Oh yeah, I mean, so because I had just turned, I was nineteen all the way up until the very end. So. Yeah, it was a a baby. I was just a baby. (laughs) And now I feel like I've lived several lives. But I say that about any, I say that about any hard semester. Was that MT2? No, I loved MT2. Well, I loved, I loved MT1. Mostly because I always won best dressed. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I did not do a, I didn't do a weekly contest (laughs) of best dressed. (laughs) Oh, Carla. I mean, there were other reasons I loved MT1. But um, MT2 was great. And... I don't know. I just like anything with the MT in front of it, I'm there. Mm-hmm. So literally because of my major. So we've learned a lot about one another. We're going to yes. get into the teapot. Okay. We're going to talk about the tea that's happening in the news. Okay. I'm very excited. I hope that I can be sufficient. Um, first and foremost, <laughs> I think we're going to talk about rent because okay. that happened last night. Yes, I saw it. Did you watch it live or did you? Well, it was previously recorded anyway. I was so <laughs> upset because I recorded it and then I started it at 10 and because I wanted to get through all the commercials and things like right. that. And then as soon as I 
clicked on it to previously record. I said, what in the world is this? Okay, so it did show up like that for everyone. Yes, yeah, so we, I did the same thing. I DVR'd and we, yeah. um, Ms. Horst and <laughs> my partner, Eric and I, we, we watched, we started at like 10.30 yeah. and watched it. It was nice to be able to fast forward through the commercials. Yeah. Um, overall, we really liked it. Um, I liked it too. A lot of people, it's given a lot of shade online. Um, there were some really poor casting choices, in my opinion. Oh, her eyes lit Give up, and me. she is like, Whoa! "This is the tea." This Give it is to the me. tea. Um, the Joanne was trash, in my opinion, and that was mm. this. That was harsh. Sorry, that apologies, but that's fine. Um, I didn't like Mimi. I didn't like Tanache as Mimi. Um, I liked her. I thought her acting was okay. Um, her yeah. voice was I know was less than impressive to me. Um, but I think I forgave it because if you listen to the original cast recording, Daphne Ruben Vega, I mean, she has this like raspy kind of rock quality yeah. that we don't think of as traditional musical theater. And so, yeah. um, I was a little bit forgiving of of Mimi of. Yeah. Tanache. Yeah, Tanache. My yes. apologies. Um, <laughs> I mean, her breath support at the end of Out Tonight was ter- is her- I know. terrible. Let's put it that way. Because me and you have talked about my breath support. So mm-hmm. I've just been watching people, like physically watching people sing, and that's all I could do. Because I was like, this is a beast of a show. And I was like, her and Valentina. I was like, no. Where no. are I you breathing? Like, I was like, lower, lower. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, please, yeah. please, please. <laughs> and I, I just felt like I was just disappointed. I'm like, there are so many wonderful, talented African-American actresses who mm-hmm. could have played Joanne. Yeah. And maybe they're not as known, but they could sing the role. I mean, I didn't know who... Um, the guy who played Roger, Benny, is uh, uh, wait, who no. played Benny or who? No, played who played Roger. Roger. I can't oh. think of his name. I don't know. I liked his voice. I thought it was kind of. Impressive. I loved him. I loved him, and I was like, wh- "Who are recorded. you? And where'd you come from?" And Jordan Fisher was outstanding. <laughs> I have a crush on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he was outstanding. Yeah. Um I wasn't. I was surprised at the casting at first, only because it's traditionally played by a, a skinny white Jew. Yes. Um, right. And. If, I, is he is he mixed? I, I don't know. I was surprised by when the entire cast came out. I was like, oh my gosh! I loved. Especially I mean, it. he was phenomenal. He, and I think that that is, um, it's one of those moments where you're like, thank you for breaking the stereotype. Yeah. Thank you for opening people's minds because I've seen. I mean, I've seen the show like I saw it four times on Broadway. Yeah. I've seen the tour many times. So you get in your head what you think something should be. Mm-hmm. And so then when someone tries to change that, change is never easy. And I was I was so glad to see that. It like it broke down a wall for me, which yeah. I think is and I feel like I'm relatively open minded yeah. about things, but you're like taken aback. I was and I was like, Oh, interesting. And then he opened his mouth and he was so connected emotionally yeah. and his like he was, cr- I mean, his tears running down his face during Halloween, and <sighs> he was so just talented. lovely. Yeah, and it was a very easy transition for me. I was like surprised by it when I first saw it, but I was like, no, I know Jordan Fisher. Like, it's gonna be great. And I had never, I didn't know who he was, and so I was absolutely, um, I was really blown away by him because I just yeah. did not know, but I didn't know what to expect. And I think that's yeah. also I should have done more research, which is bad on my part, but. Learning. I'm always of learning. Always I, a student. <clears throat> um, 
the guy's name is Brennan Hunt, who played Roger. Oh, oh, a, he's foot. beautiful. Um, <laughs> and his voice was lovely. Yeah, poor guy broke his I foot. Know. I can I cannot believe. So previously recorded, fine, I guess. But the end was live. Yeah. And so we got to hear um, Adele Dazeem again sound like crap. Um, sorry. <laughs> she was bad. You're she not was, sorry. I'm not. Because I was like, you have... One of the most talented singers, right, standing right next to you. Right. And you're letting her sing this solo right now? Like, <laughs> please tell me why that is a good choice. Um, yeah. That is tea. You're like, uh-huh, you're welcome. What um, did you think of Vanessa Hudgens? Kayla Settle. I'm like, why would you not let her sing this solo? Oh. Um, Vanessa, she surprised me. I was, again, low expectations, but I thought that she... Um, I thought she did well. I I mean, yeah. there were some things about it that you're like, I felt like some of it, a little bit of it was, it was phoned in. And I think that was because it was a dress rehearsal um, that they filmed, yeah. right? They yeah. didn't get to, we didn't I get know. to see her f- fully go. Um, but I, I liked her in the role. I thought she yeah. sounded great. She was to me, of the, of the principles, the redeeming female voice. Of the, like, if you think Mimi and Joanne and Maureen, Maureen was really the only singer. The other two were mediocre. Yes. I'm sad about, (laughs) I'm sad about your opinion on Joanne. I I think I excuse Joanne's voice because of, I know, I know. I don't even know who the actress is. I think I've seen her in something else before. She read Too Young and I just didn't like her in it. I do believe that too. I think she, I was like, oh, they're all very they're all very young. And when I first saw it, I've seen it all. Well, I've seen it at Theater Fest. I've seen the movie. I've seen like a couple other like live yeah. like, performances. But I don't know. I did always get like kind of older-ish. I was like, how old is everyone supposed to I mean, be? And she's a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, so think fine. about think about <laughs> how much school that is. Like yeah. she has to be at least in her mid to late 20s, if not probably in her 30s, right? She looked like 21. Uh, yeah. She looked like a baby. Um, yeah. I just didn't like her voice, and I thought her acting was only mediocre. Personally. Personal opinion. I know. I know. I, I think I think, I think think she's pretty. So oh, she's like, beautiful. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I'm like, I excuse anything for a pretty face. I thought she was beautiful. <laughs> it had nothing to do with her look. I think if she was five years older, I think yeah. she looks the part. I think she... I totally see why they cast her look. Yeah. I just didn't love... Her performance. Yeah. Someone wrote on Facebook, a friend of mine, was Tracy Toms uh, not available tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Who I also love. Her voice is phenomenal. I loved that every woman in the principal cast was of color. I was obsessed. I was like, oh, yeah. I've never That's seen this. That was right. my that was my um, favorite part of the entire thing. Well, and I mean, really, besides Roger, the men yeah. were too. Which is which was wonderful. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was fantastic, and the set and the direction was phenomenal. Yeah, I think the, the camera work were was was great. Um, I thought I liked a lot of the changes they made. I didn't love a lot of the lyric changes for television. Like I yeah. want to be able. I mean, it lost some of its like gritty, full, grimy, yeah. dirty New York rawness. I forgot that they would make it clean. I forgot because uh-huh. I was expe- I was like, that's not that's not where that mm-hmm. word. Should be. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Times are pr- or what is it? times aren't pretty. I was like, come on now. 
Right. I was like, that's not fair. And what are they going to do with hair? That whole show is naked. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Censored, censor Se- bars. Right. Or like nude clothing. Probably, I mean, the, like, the original production, there is, and I, I didn't see the revival, but it's so hippie love, um, body love, body image love, human love. And so everyone is just kind of, it's all embracing and open. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you going to do that on TV and l- keep the the message yeah. and the intent, but lose 90% of, of what the 70s said? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, how are they going to censor hair? Because there's a lot to censor. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. And we'll we watch anyways. Yeah. We might have to have another tea party to dissect. <laughs> Which will be great. This is my most musical theater episode ever. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not. I'm too afraid to touch it until I have Jackson Keeley on. And then, have you ever had like a full-on discussion with Jackson Keeley? You probably have. Mm-hmm. It is intense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't know you felt so profoundly about this, Jackson. Yeah, he's it's he is opinionated. Details. He is to I say the it. least. I love it. I want all of that to rub off on me because I mean I have opinions, but never would I dare say as boldly as some of a lot of what my peers say. I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I guess I'm not outspoken with my opinions. Sometimes you should be. I know. I should. Be. I have good ones. I know. I do. You do. I know. Soon, soon. That's what my podcast is going to lead me to do. Did you like the costume? Speaking of fashion. Yes, I, mean, I did. I thought Mimi's was starting with Mimi. I liked their base. Like I liked that she could be different with yeah. like the tights and the boots. I was like, that's did you like the sexy. update? The shorty shorts versus the pants. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Just because she's y- cute. You're entitled to that opinion. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just cause, well, I'm like I'm going back and forth on it. I loved Maureen. I thought that all the women looked great. Yeah. Tanache was a little. It was a little provocative, but I mean, Mimi is provocative rather than the... Right, and I wonder if that was a choice because we lost some of the language that to dress her maybe a little bit more that way. Because that, I mean, the out tonight is such an iconic look that she is in those like fake rubber blue, bold blue pants, neon blue. And then they put her in a like... Uh, booties. A yeah. booty short. Yeah, a booty short. Sparkly booty shorts. I mean, I guess it's also for the convenience, too, because she takes them off later. Like, she s- makes a switch later. Right. I didn't like her La Vie Bohème look, though. The the jacket. Not the enough whatever. color. Not enough color. Yeah. Roger was fine looking. I thought I Mark. I liked his look. Yeah, I thought it was good. I love that he was actually playing the guitar. I mean, yeah. not that I didn't know what else they would do, but. Well, he's, I think, a country artist or a pop artist out of Nashville. He played it so much. Yeah. So much. He did he, well. Yeah, he it was very Did you impressive. did you love the moment in the um when um my brain Angel takes Colin shopping for a new jacket yeah. and they pull out the traditional Mark sweater, yeah. the maroon with yes, the light like, blue. No. Yes. <laughs> we died. We I died. Upset. I was like ob- obsessed. I liked the update though that they did yeah. for um Mr. Fisher because I felt like it needed it, it. it was a little bit more contemporary, but still fit in that 90. Like, it didn't take me out of the decade. Yeah. Um, but it was a fresh color palette. Um, but So I appreciated it. Yeah. I mean, I missed that, that sweater and the scarf, but yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun. So, like, the whole cast got an update. The language was updated. And so it was the, the outfit. 
I guess. So, right. Yeah, it was good. Um, well, Jordan Fisher always looks good in anything that he wears. I think he's so sexy. Um, Remember, he, mom and dad. I know. <laughs> no. Mute they, here. No. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> I never talk enough about boys, I don't think, to them. I talk oh. about boys so much to everyone else. And then my parents are like, well, which one do you like? And I'm just like, oh, I like boys. I like boys. We talk Now we talk about boys all the time. Okay. Just because it's a question. I'm getting older. Uh, I'm getting older. Like, they're, they're inquisitive. Are you going to settle? I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. You don't have to. I know. But, you know. You, uh, be you. <laughs> Live your best life. I am. I told them. My plans have, like, radically changed from when I was maybe, like, 16, 17. I was like, oh, I'll just get married and have kids. And now I'm, a, you know kind of a dancer i'm gonna be traveling a lot i'm like i don't need kids and i don't need a husband for a long time because you know you know how it is Mm -hmm. you know that's tea i do know (laughs) i like it is it's a hard industry to be in a relationship because it's um it's very um self-centered in a way i mean that sounds bad but i don't mean it in it that is. way it's but the nature of the job the, our business does lead us to be so focused on ourself um in our career trajectory and so it's hard sometimes to find someone that can fit into that nicely um yeah. it does exist but it's not easy yeah and that's just where i'm at right now i do too much i do too much and then i try to get romantically involved and then <laughs> <laughs> and then it just it crumbles apart because I'm like, I have a thousand things to do and you can't be there and I can't be there for you. So, you know. And then move on to the next one. And then you move on to the next one. <laughs> sounds uh, so bad. What's, it's use them, use them, ab- abuse them, and lose them. Toss them to the yeah, side. Yeah, that's from Parks and Rec, which I love. I've so. never seen that. Don't what? Judge. Wait, do you watch The Office? Or? Neither. <gasps> <gasps> oh, <gasps> that's so <laughs> that's so unheard of. I've never met someone who hasn't watched or likes neither i think i think well that's fun for you because then if you ever get bored on netflix you can watch one and they're good okay i like parks and rec better add it to my list of nine billion tv shows to watch yes of course it's because we like amy poehler uh, i love amy poehler she's funny i know she was one of the reasons i started acting as a young lady mm -hmm. because she's very fun we're watching grace and frankie right now (sighs) i know i should get into that us do we but, like that? Oh, love. Okay. It's so funny. And they're just brilliant actresses. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for comedy, if you if you want a study of comedy, those two are just spectacular. And I do. It's so hard to be funny on stage. I mean, is like, it? I'm not, I mean, it's different than... <laughs> it is different. Being, it's a, a different formula than any other type, type of acting, I think. In order to be it effectively is. funny... Right. It is a skill, yeah, but yeah. but and I think that's the more that you can observe others, the better. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. And we already know I overthink, so maybe I'm already funny. Maybe it was you, inside I of me think the whole time. You're really funny. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we're gonna move on to a different part. Of yeah, the let's teapot. do it. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the Ted Bundy film that you ha- don't know anything about. We he disclosed that to me earlier. Yes. Which is fine. So what is, I don't even know what Ted, it's called. The Ted Bundy. Well, there's a bunch of stuff coming out on the serial killer all of a sudden. Okay. And I'm, <laughs> I'm Googling because I'm like, what are, what are we talking this about? This man, you know, the, the psycho serial killer. I don't know anything about serial killers because when I was younger, I just, 
I just didn't. I got nightmares easily, and I didn't want to hear anything about mutilated bodies or women going missing. You yeah, know? I, I still don't like that. Yeah, of course. So there's a new Netflix special about him, and the thing on the internet right now that's kind of at a standstill is he was attractive. And, you know, when people get into... Oh. Yeah. When is they, this where women would, like would write him letters in, in prison yes. saying that like, oh, he's pretty, so he sh- he's yes. innocent? Yes, things okay. like that. Okay, okay, okay. So, I know, I've heard a little bit about it. So there's new tapes on Netflix and okay. they, they talk about like that element. Like he was handsome. He represented himself. Like why would he, what motive would he have to kill anyone? Because he looks like he's a young American. And then there's a new movie with Zac Efron coming out. <laughs> And I'm, again, painting him in this attractive... High school musical references. I love Zac Efron. Uh, um, I love high school musical. And then Vanessa Hudgens. Look, look what you've done. I know. Look at this This is what this segment has become. I love... If we're going to talk about my love for Zac Efron really quick. um, (laughs) I liked him in Greatest Showman for the most part. You did? I I did. I didn't like Greatest Showman as a whole. I loved it. Um, Well, I did work at Flix at the time, so I saw it all the time. That would make sense. <laughs> I I was sad that they didn't keep Jeremy Jordan because he did the original mm. read, and I thought his name was big enough that he would have drawn in enough um, yeah. sales. I would have still, uh, it, I still would have saw it. With I mean, Jeremy Zach. Jordan. I think Zach, because we're best friends, um, <laughs> I think did a nice job for the most part. I, the person I disliked the most was Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya, excuse yeah. me, sorry. She was miscast. The the reading was Cynthia Rebo. <gasps> no. Right. You you see what I'm saying? You're why like Why did you tell me that? Right. So, why would they replace all these Ugh. That's what I'm stars. saying. Like why was Cynthia Rebo not Joanne in Rent Live? Oh. Oh. <laughs> the right age that's and true. the voice and would oh have sung the out of it. I didn't say the whole <laughs> word. I didn't enunciate. I would have <laughs> cried if someone said Cynthia Riva. I. She's brilliant. She is brilliant. And that would have been a wow. name who is recognized a theater community, but not necessarily to the world. That the world they did you didn't yeah. need the world You're to my head to come on <laughs> stage and sing Joanne. You know. No. So yeah, Zendaya. I, I was like, what a what a. In mm. this day and age I can't believe anyone would be worried about like a, a name big enough in order to sell musical theater because I think there's a growing audience for it Right. there's a growing appreciation for it I think anyone should you have put Cynthia Revo in it instead of Zendaya I think people still would have saw it and then they would have told their friends hey that girl she is can great sing. and then more people would have <laughs> saw it and then you know your DVDs would have sold out your whatever right. I think I think the the market is currently completely underestimated in my opinion. I agree. But yes, back to Zac Efron. Um, <laughs> and the Ted the, Bundy film. Yeah, for the Ted Bundy. Um, <laughs> Zac Efron's hot. I, I guess that's all I really have to say about it. But the fact that he's playing the She's serial killer. She's been Googling shirt, uh, shirtless <laughs> pictures of him in his 12 pack. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's blushing. Do you like, I am. <laughs> I am. Do you, do you, which high school musical do you like? None of them. What? I'm sorry. I think they're horrible. What, do you like them on the stage? Have you seen them on the stage? I have. I don't like them. I did High School Musical 1 and 2 when I was 14. I'm just not a fan of the music overall. It's not nah, my cup of tea. Well, okay. But Whatever. I know. Judge away. I think I am. I, I can no see t- it. Because High You're School allowed. Musical 1. I know. High We're School entitled Musical to 1 our opinions. <laughs> is, I think, 
well, it was a turning point for my generation, I think. Okay. And then High School Musical 2 was outstanding. And then they... Well, I think it made it accessible, the art form accessible to a younger audience yeah. for contemporary music. Like, yeah. Because that was... 2001, probably? No. <laughs> I was three in 2001. It was... Okay. T- <laughs> See, I don't know the history of this. I think it was like Shame 2009 through 2000, like... 13 is when that, okay. the trilogies came out. And there were not a lot of that type of musical in that time mm. period. I just think everything in High School Musical 2 was perfect from the music to the dancing to the <laughs> to the showmanship to the name. She's to losing the, <laughs> to her the fashion, rep with me. To the fashion. I mean, of course I'm exaggerating. I mean, it's all nostalgia that I'm talking about. Right, exactly. But like, I don't know. Also, I mean, Ashley Tisdale. But oh my gosh, we have to talk. This is why people are upset that someone as handsome as Zac Efron is playing Ted Bundy because they get distracted by how handsome he is. I'm playing right into it because right. people are like, why are women obsessed with Ted Bundy? No one's remembering that he killed all these women, how awful he is. Right. But then on the other hand, I saw some some article about how that him being handsome plays into the psychology of I forget the exact wording. I'm not as smart as whatever psychologist they were talking about. But uh, the psychology of the time of being like, yeah, how could this man, this handsome man, kill so many people? And I mean, right. you're not, you're obviously not aware in the news. I was going to ask your opinion because people were like, no, boo him being handsome. And other people are like, yes, he's supposed to be handsome because it plays into the story. Well, I think that we want to. I think that the more realistic tells the true story. Yeah. Um, and I think had they, I mean, I think, I think it's actually, I, I don't necessarily, his acting chops in that role, I'm curious to see. Me too. Uh, <laughs> she just wants to see him shirtless again. Yeah. Um, but I think that it will be interesting to see him put on a character like that mm-hmm. and see how he does with it. I think the look is appropriate because that was a huge part of who Ted Bundy was yeah. that people can look past all of the like or they're blinded by the beauty mm-hmm. that they can't see the true monster. I mean, there's so many of those mm-hmm. in our current society. And I mean, you I know? agree. I do. I I do know, and I so. do agree. Not only because I think Zac Efron is handsome, but because I don't know if that's the story. You have to tell the story. Like if right. he looks like that, and you find someone who looks like him, Zac Efron looks like Ted Bundy. That's fine. But I mean, is I'm that a not, compliment? No, I, I have no <laughs> idea because I've never been one of those. I've never liked true crime. Like it's scary to me. Yeah, like I, don't I need. I'll only listen to the news if I definitely need to know it. Like right. I. You know, like I can't even watch Grey's Anatomy, like bones and blood and stuff. Same. Miss Horst has (laughs) made me listen to my favorite murder. Aren't they just the worst? They're they're very funny. And I we're going to see their their show and it's here in Des Moines in March. Oh, Um, but she made me listen to these episodes and they're so graphic and like the retelling of like so graphic and I can't. It makes my stomach churn and I I don't like it, but I'll sit through the pod. I'll sit through the live taping yeah. of the podcast because I think different. they're going to be entertaining. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not my favorite thing to listen to either. I, I can't do it because, and by the worst, I meant like the women who do it are like funny and they make it fun and their voices right. are upbeat but like it is so graphic and I think I've had a lot of people try to play them on car rides and I'll fall mm-hmm. asleep and I'll have nightmares because I can hear whatever is happening I'm right. like ugh like people are cutting up my bones or something it's outrageous <laughs> so I've never like I've never looked into Ted Bundy enough to be like ugh He's attractive, you know what I mean? Like, I, right. I get that he kills people. You're afraid people, of the like, images that might pop up? Yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, please don't kill me. So, <laughs> and that's the tea. Stay sexy. That's what that's what the, that's what they say. Remember, at, uh, at the end of um, My Favorite Murder, oh, they say, like, they say. Stay they're, sexy. they're like, um, it's like, stay sexy and don't get killed or something. Something like that. Yeah, I have a sign off too. You'll see it. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, okay. So then last- Is it game time? No, no, no. Dang. We're almost done. Sorry, I'm super um, excited for the last, games. I know, I know you are. I told them. I usually don't tell people about anything that I do. I usually sit I was nervous. Down. I know, so I told you. And plus you're a professor. And I was like, what if I talk about something you don't want to talk about? Because <laughs> I don't edit things. Oh, mostly because I'm not good at it. But <laughs> but Hilarious. I have a, a number of young men who run the um, station mm-hmm. who are, are willing to help. Oh, that's good. I know. So it's very kind. You know. Yeah, I know. I'm so happy to know people. Um, last bit Kay. in the teapot. We okay. have a little bit of tea left. Um, this weather, she's outrageous. <laughs> this is tea. Um, my question to you is. <laughs> Will class be canceled on Wednesday? Listen, listen to the Southern boy. This weather is awful. It is horrendous. Um, I am angry about it. This is the worst. I, so the only other time that I've experienced anything like it was when I was in grad school. It was in Mankato, Minnesota. So three hours north of here. Right. And Ugh. the high was negative 20. Wait, I didn't hear that right. Uh, the high <laughs> was, like, was negative 20. <laughs> right. The wind chills were negative 50. It was the first time they had ever canceled. That's the first time they canceled class yeah. in my three years of ever. Like, normally these Midwestern schools think that, yeah. like, oh, we can do it. However, this morning on the Today Show, Al, Mr. Al Roker said, <laughs> the millennials have never experienced anything like this before. This will probably be the coldest weather that they've ever experienced. I feel like they say that every year, but okay. Uh, this is, we didn't, it was not this cold last winter. I promise oh, you it wasn't. Or the winter before. I feel like something big happened. And this yes. is the most snow we've had in a few years. Uh, however, he said that that frostbite will you could get frostbite with if you're out in that weather for more than five minutes and oh. it's more than a five minute walk across campus it is definitely more so and it's icy so it takes you 15 minutes from where i live on the furthest ooh. most point of campus and back is on the other furthest right. most point of campus so in the high on wednesday is negative six uh with wind chills in the negative 20s to 40s so i um as I've been saying to students today, I hope that the university is aware of those things mm-hmm. and makes the the, the call. Um, right. But I think it might be also up to individual professors to call. I if it is that truly that cold, I might I just have voice lessons, which is um, I might be rescheduling those <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's I don't it's not safe. 
Um, it is not safe <laughs> for anyone, and I, I, I would rather our students be safe and warm than um, wow. freezing as they come to a voice lesson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I approve that message. I'd rather <laughs> my students be safe. I want that on a plaque somewhere. I think that's outstanding. I th- let's make it. And that's the tea. Adam, thank you. That's been the teapot. Oh, we can yay. close the teapot today. I love it. Okay, before we get to the games, we have a little bit more. Now that I see that you're anxious, um, we're going to talk a little bit about fashion. Okay. I just want you to describe to me your ideal or maybe your favorite audition piece. I think going with the theme of musical theater, like what? What do you like to wear? Wear, okay. To, I was like, yeah, so, yeah that makes yeah, what sense. Do fashion. You like to wear a piece. When I say piece, it means fashion. When musical theater people say piece, piece. for all of the, <laughs> it's a song. Out there, it's a song. <laughs> His eyes still lit up either way, though. He's like, my favorite piece. Oh uh, gosh. So, I it it varies. Right. Um. Per role. Oh, okay. Because I try to think about what the character needs, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I don't. You don't costume it. You don't come in wearing the costume. Of course. But you, you come in with an idea. It shows that it shows the casting directors and directors that you are aware of the show and the style mm-hmm. of show. Um. So I, um. I I generally wear a nice dark wash jean with a sensible um, brown loafer Mm -hmm. um, and then a designed patterned button down blouse um, with a sexy vest. And then I tend, depending on the character, if it's a little more uptight, I will wear a bow tie that I, that I hand tie. Mm -hmm. If it is, if it is more laid back, a little mm-hmm. bit rougher on the edges, no bow tie and a roll up sleeves. Um, so one outfit can have multiple okay. different personas. Um, so that's that's the general like go to audition. Um, when I was in New York auditioning, I used to wear a lot more dressier okay. clothes, um, uh. like a dresser a dress pant, not necessarily a suit. Yeah, but the the climate has changed too like yeah. fashion like what is expected in auditions has changed um there's a lot less for men that is I women know. still have to have your 3 inch stiletto pump uh, that because well, everyone looks at your shoes you have to have fabulous shoes you have to have a fabulous skirt yeah. and top or dress or Whereas guys can get away with more, a little bit more casual. I know that that's super sucky. It does. Um, that's why I'm saving my comments because I, no, I bring have. Em. Well, first off, you said jeans. I can't bring it. I can't bring myself to wear jeans to an audition. Right. Most, and I, I would, and I would tell all of my students in auditioning, my especially my ladies, never yeah. to wear a jean. And I'm the guys, so <clears throat> the guys. It's an occasional dark wash if it's a more contemporary role yes. or if it's something that is uh, classical, like golden age, that is a um, more country western type oh, show. Oh, okay. Right? I get it. So if I were going in for <laughs> Kiss Me Kate or something, mm-hmm. where it's a more professional, I'd probably wear a pair of dress slacks and a button down. Um, maybe mm-hmm. a maybe a vest, no well, jacket. I ask because as I excel, it as you know, 
an icon. Fashionista. As, as, icon. as a fashionista, yes. I specialize with women, and men have the audacity to ask me things about their clothing, and I genuinely don't know because I I don't have any brothers in my, you know, in my age range where I mean I did I do have an older brother, but mm-hmm. like we never lived together, so I was like. I don't. What's I just ex- don't know. Right, acceptable fashion. What's acceptable? Fa- I know what I like on a man. <laughs> I can tell you. Well, um, and what I think Zach that's important wears. too. Mm. I think that is important, <laughs> uh, especially like modern trends, because yeah. if you like it as a viewer, and then I it's probably do. going to be liked by uh, someone behind the table. Yeah. Uh, I I tend to wear a bow tie that's a little bit. Fun, yeah, um, not necessarily sure. crazy, but like fun. It has a, a distinct pattern because it generally will gr- draw people's eye. And yeah, trying to find individuality in a in a business that is, you know, not drinking out the same. Right, there's a lot of <laughs> ten cutter, and yeah. it's it's not always easy to find that. So, well, thank you for sharing. I hope that I don't know. I've to my knowledge, I have a lot of male listeners right now, yeah. so I hope that they find that valuable i hope that they find that valuable because i can't give that to them that's why i love having (laughs) i love having men on because i gain so much you know different perspective totally all righty so we're gonna move on oh my favorite audition piece for the record is my is my pink blazer oh it is fab it is and i think that it gets me a lot of attention like good attention they're like i'll never forget that i'll be like and you shouldn't I um. <laughs> I am sad though that you're not wearing two different earrings today. I know who am I? I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know what's happening. Your in dress January. again says you are what you wear, and she's wearing similar earrings and pearls. I mean, she looks I fabulous. Know. It's very sophisticated, <laughs> but you. it's not. It's not like sophisticated with a little bit of like. I know. Peyton. Push a little I bit know. of Peyton. I know. I cannot believe today. I'm so glad you caught on, though. I, I am it. serving sophistication today. I I'll show it. you my sunglasses that I have. Okay, those will definitely recording. take oh, it to the next. You'll level. scream. You'll think I'm. <laughs> you'll think I'm outrageous. Okay. Um. So I would like you to briefly touch on your favorite musical and also your maybe like your favorite song from a musical. Then, because he he blinked. I was he was like, "How much time do you have?" I was like, "I don't know." I could read it in his eyes. So maybe I didn't ask you to think about this beforehand. I usually do. And also your favorite song to relax to. Right. Okay. So I have, I don't have one favorite musical. I'm sorry. I have a list of five to 10. That's fine. I don't believe in favorites either, but I know that a lot of people do. It's so hard and you can be in different moods. Right. Um, I tend to love the JRBs, though, so Jason Robert uh, Brown, for oh, those yeah. uneducated listeners. <laughs> um, so actually, like, if my top, like, is still, I, I'm living in this Bridges of Madison County world where I just, I'm I obsessed with it. Um, the music is beautiful and lush, and I love the storytelling, and I just, it's fun to sing. It's mm-hmm. fun just enveloping the score is mm-hmm. just lush and beautiful and then parade i am also still obsessed oh. with yes and I then feel like i didn't know that ragtime like love ragtime i do too i love the score and i love the story and i think it's just such an important message at all times it doesn't it's yeah. so topical Every time you listen to it, there yeah. it's like it's so relevant. Sarah's on my list. Ugh. I almost did it at the Playhouse. It's so good. The show is so good. I know, so fun. 
Um, Music's fun. I then um, Rent is on that list. I love Rent. Oh, I'm excited that you. I've met so many professors who are so against it. I love it. Wow. I, Thank I, you for speaking your truth on the I love today. it. I have always loved it. <laughs> I. It was really one of the first musicals that I as a as a college student could start to appreciate like musical theater. So it was it was eye opening to me. And I just I felt like it spoke a lot of truth to me as mm-hmm. a as a closeted gay person at that time. And so it was really it was just it was just it's part of who I feel like it's part of me. Like yeah. it's one of those shows that, that just lives with you. Mm-hmm. Um and then I love Les Mis. That's not surprising. No, I played Javert and just oh. love it. And then I love Guilty Pleasure, Beauty and the Beast. Um, that is, oh. Guilty Pleasure, <laughs> I know. That is. It's my okay. favorite Disney movie, and I think that's oh. part of that. Be- it's like the favorite Disney animation. Okay. Right. And so because of that, and then I got to do the show in grad school. I played the Beast, and so it's just it's very oh. special to me. Um, it's one of those shows that I just love. You don't talk about that often. Because I because clearly she was <laughs> judgmental of that. I mean, I'm not. Um, I was just surprised. I mean, it is a good musical. I did it my junior year, sophomore year. I was plate number two. Oh, yes. And then she did. <laughs> she did sing a fabulous rendition rendition of "A Change in Me" in MT two. I love that song. Um, yes, she like she had all the soul. Oh, um, thank you. A yes. soulful bell. I loved it. Thank you. And then um, probably last favorite musical, because I got to throw in my golden age is right. Probably two. I really do love Gypsy. Oh yeah, a lot. And then Guilty Pleasure of Oklahoma, which Ms. Horst hates. So we can't talk about mm-hmm. that. But she likes cats. So <laughs> right. So they equal themselves out. <laughs> We have a cats. we fight about it all the time. Aaron, why cats? Um, okay, so that was a lot. My yeah. favorite song. Yeah, if you can give me one, I usually play music on my show, so I'll insert that later. Okay, probably one of my all-time favorite musical theater songs is "All the Waste of Time" from oh. Parade. Oh, how lovely! It's just gorgeous and beautiful, and the message. It's just like one of those songs that just ugh, just hits your heart. Alrighty, so we're gonna play all the wasted things. If you're interested, always a time. Always a time. If you're ever interested in any song that I've played on any of my shows, on the radio, on any of my podcasts, if you go to Spotify and look for the playlist, the T with P dash ninety four point one, the dog, you can find every song, including the one that's about to play now. If I live a thousand lifetimes, why you did? The things you did for me Just look at you How could I not be in love with you? What kind of fool could have taken you For granted for so long? All the wasted time All the million hours Pushing you away, building up my wall. All the days gone by to glare, to pout, to push you out, and I never knew anything. 
Okay, we're back. <laughs> Alrighty, Adam, we're coming down to the end of our show. Sadness. Very sad. Um, I have a couple games. Yes. Um, I love he's games. So excited. Um, I don't think you're really gonna like this first game though. <laughs> All right. I've that's explained fine. to him how the games on my show usually work and how I usually play like things so and so doesn't know, but Adam knows everything. That's not true. I do not know everything. I could I could not find things that you would not know. I mean, we could definitely search for a BuzzFeed quiz. It's like, what year did this thing come out because of Y and X, Y, and Z? We could do that. Well, you you're the gamestress. Okay. So you pick. We're gonna start with we're gonna start with the one that I play on every show. Great. It's called Paint or Share. Love I did it. explain this to him. He does not have a Twitter. I don't. So I will. This is completely blind so for I me. So I know it's. 
Well, you know Cher, and you know how eccentric yes, she is. Yes, Queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll just we'll do like a little mini lightning round, just so right. the folks at home know where you're at as an adult. Because you're not old, are you? How old do I look? I think you're like thirty. That's very kind. Are you like uh, are you like thirty two? I'm thirty four. Oh, that is very kind, and also very close. Yeah, you're not old. Well, thank you. You're, I'm surprised that you don't use Twitter though. Alrighty. I don't. Alrighty. So Sorry. I'm going to give you, just tell me if I tweeted it or if Cher tweeted okay. it. Okay. Use your best judgment. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. What's going on with my career? Peyton. <laughs> no, Cher. Oh. I know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard. Even people who follow me on Twitter can't uh, really get learning. it. Learning. Right. Okay. Um, can someone bring me a coffee? Peyton. Yes. <laughs> and people generally do. I have very, very, very nice friends who respond. To that's, my, as I say, that's nice. I know. Like Shay brings me coffee. Aww. My littles bring me coffee. Um, at share. Hi. <laughs> so like at someone share. said at share. Yes. Hi. Yes. This is a trick question. I think I it is. Know. Share. Yes. <laughs> Share. I don't know. No one knows why she did that. That's and it funny. Has, I know. And I think that's one of her most retweeted tweets ever. That's so. hilarious. I know. Breaking news. I'm being buried in my fishnets. Peyton. No, Share. Whoa! <laughs> my parents were so upset when they found out that I wore fishnets. They were like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know, like the trend to have them under jeans and yeah. things. They're just like, ah, put those away. So no, I can't do that. Oh, okay. Um, iPad is freezing up. Maybe it's overwhelmed because it just realized a fabulous diva was touching it. I can't really blame it. Snap out of it. Oh. <laughs> People always try to look in my eyes to see if I'm. Well, crack. this one's. I. I mean, I'm gonna say Peyton. No, everyone gets that wrong. It's Cher. I don't have an well, iPad. Well, I think it's because fabulous diva is the trick. Because I I think we all could see you saying this about yourself, and so it's a little tricky. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. I don't I don't think I've ever called myself a fabulous diva. Well, Maybe a you diva are. in passing. Oh, thank you. Okay, I never know my lyrics. I'm so sorry. That's Peyton. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is very true. <laughs> it is so true. It's very it's sad but true. We'll say that. Um. <laughs> People who watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie growing up know how to fight. Do you know what that show is? No. <laughs> so <laughs> let's go share. No, it's me. If, if a, I'm if not a doing well. person was in here, they would, they would get it and know that it was definitely me. Share doesn't care about that show, but like I yeah. don't know what it is. It's an awful cartoon about three friends named ed ed and eddie and they're the animation's odd and they always beat up people so oh i say that um i'm sad that i've missed it they know how to fight (laughs) um i blocked someone's dad whose is it (laughs) share yeah okay lastly i'll have you know that i'm a sex symbol in alpena michigan peyton yes (laughs) Because you told your Summerstock story. I usually don't. I usually don't. Right. This is your theater episode. I usually so you, don't. 
like, so I had a I little know. bit of help. I forgot. Oh, I was so surprised. Okay. Excellent. Well, that's that game. That's fun. I like Yes. It. Thank you. It's very, How very did fun. I do compared to your other listeners? I mean. 50? Yeah. 50%. Okay. I mean, right. a lot. When I first started playing that game, like everyone was, was all over the board. Yeah. It was really bad. I was like, no one knows me. But then, you know, they get to know me a little bit more. I love it. They started doing better as it went along. Right. Next, we're going to play 20 questions. Oh, gosh. Okay. okay. You could, like, just rapid fire them all. You don't need to think too hard. They're okay. very fun. Okay. Okay. What are you up to right now? Chatting with Miss P. Oh, yep. That's what you're doing. What's your favorite <laughs> place on Earth? <laughs> Orlando. Ooh, that's nice. Um, What's your favorite meal? Pizza. It's because I haven't had it in forever. Are you Whole30ing? Yes. <gasps> Shut up. Like Whole30 How's paleoing. How's that going? Um, For the most part, good. I mean, I'm doing a wow. modified Whole30 because I, I'm i not going to give up having alcohol. Because um, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to, I mean, I've already done the Whole30 once, so I know yeah. like all of the benefits of the foods that you're supposed to eat or not eat, and I know what affects my body. That's the, like the purpose of like, yeah. so- I just and I'm doing it in moderation. Yeah. So that's outstanding. Yes, balance is key. Plain or pattern? Pattern. Okay. Lipstick or lip gloss? I think that's a good question. I I kind of asked Stick. it without realizing. Lipstick. Lovely. Cats or dogs? Always dogs. Miss Mench. Oh. <laughs> I love dogs too. I love a good corgi. I ah, really do. So cute. What is the one thing you can't live without? Mm, music lovely if me and you got matching tattoos where would they be <laughs> um on our wrists what would they be um i think it would say t with p oh wow <laughs> <laughs> okay who do you dream about well that's okay so i've had some really weird dreams lately oh do you know who Julie James is? No, the name sounds familiar. So she's on Sirius XM. She does oh. all of like she does a lot of the Broadway talk radio um, oh, interviews. Of course. <laughs> and I had this really weird random dream that she lived upstairs in our house in oh. Iowa, but she broadcast live Sirius XM from the upstairs of our house. Was it? It was really or, bizarre. Was it playing while you were sleeping? Or no. Something? I don't know. It was really, so it's like, it's weird. I dream, I don't remember all of my dreams. I also had some nightmares recently involving mm -hmm. some former colleagues and professors um, that I will not mention their names. <laughs> um, nightmares is the key word. Uh, so right. it's just been kind of random. <laughs> Alrighty. What's the best thing about being 34? Um, that is a really great question that I I think being more financially stable to be able to like Ooh. to live a little bit more comfortably. You're not living paycheck to paycheck. You're not starving. You're not, you know, like you can mm -hmm. have an, you can have nice things and, ah. but, and live moder modestly, but still have nice things. Wow. Here's to 30. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's the worst? The not, worst thing about being 34 no, or just period? Just period. What's the worst? This weather. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's the pits. Um, what does love sound like? What does love sound like? Mm -hmm. All the wasted time. Listen oh. to it. 
Um, who runs the world? Girls. Lovely. Um, what keeps you awake at night? Drake students. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of any time I've witnessed Haley or Grace Snapchatting you. I'm like, yeah. Um, uh, or text messaging <laughs> or I'm like, are you alive? Are you, do you need help? Do you need me to call you an Uber? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. It's like daddy Yankovi. <laughs> <laughs> Absurd. You are like our kids. <laughs> Aw, that makes me very happy. What makes you go to sleep? Um, reading puts me to sleep. Honestly, oh. I could read a, a paragraph and pass out. <laughs> Lovely. What's your favorite song to play on? I know you for the piano, but I, I I've come to realize you play a number of instruments. So, what's your favorite song to play on any instrument? Oh man, I don't sit down and play very often like mm. I normally I'm playing for lessons or I'm playing so oh. like but if I sit down and I'm just want to like play it's always to time oh <laughs> it is goodness. a theme no, I sound like obsessed that's tea um what is the most precious thing in your wardrobe precious thing in my wardrobe yeah. oh mine is that purple jacket that I have I have a ring <laughs> from my grandfather who passed away three years ago that mm-hmm. um, I, that was given to me after he passed away. So that's one very special thing that I have. Oh, Describe your, oh, describe your house to me. Uh, we just had a cast party there for Little heard, Women. I've heard great things. So it's a beautiful Beaverdale brick charmer built in 1942. You're a Beaverdale fellow. I am. We oh, just moved wow. there in August. It's oh, wow. beautiful. It's beautiful. The, you walk into the front door and there's this beautiful living room with a fireplace, and we have a lot of original artwork. And it goes into this dining room. It's all like a gray tones with these original built-ins, <gasps> and with wow. this back sun porch that's um, lovely. And our kitchen was. Pretty is redone in 2011, and with this fun 70s Broadway basement. I know that's what Sam Worth was telling me about today. I could not believe. I'm I'm debating if I should have study sessions in my basement for musical theater history. I don't see why not, especially because <laughs> I definitely need to take a peek. Okay, if Ryan Gosling came over to you right now, what would you say to him? Take off your shirt. <laughs> Sorry. What is your favorite insult? <laughs> My favorite insult? Yeah. Mm, good try. <gasps> <laughs> okay, I lied. This is 21 questions. Here's the last one. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? Well, I was supposed to teach some voice lessons, but oh. uh, some people failed to um, show up. Um <laughs> Good job. Uh, nice try. <laughs> but I have rehearsal this evening for I am directing and music directing. I'm co-directing. Um, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Oh. At Des Moines Artist Theater. Um, we rehearse at Franklin Junior High in Beaverdale. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is the show is traditionally done with adults, um, but we are doing it with ten to fifteen year olds. Oh. We have a cast of twelve. And tonight is our work through of Act One off book. Oh, that's so. so cool. And they're doing well. They are. I mean, it's a really hard show. Um, musically, it is not easy, especially for young artists. Um, 
But we have a really talented cast, and they're working really hard, and so it's enjoyable. Yay! So that's that's to that's tonight. I might I might end up at the Blazing Saddle for a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Which I told you once. I was like, you've been known to frequent the Blazing Saddle. I do not fr- once a week, maybe. Is that frequent? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I just know that I have I have several peers who are like, yeah, we ran into Aaron and Adam at the Blazing Saddle. I was like, what? Well, it is my favorite gay establishment. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't pick favorites. I oh. do like the Blazing Saddle over the garden. I mean, they both have queens. And I usually, right. we usually only go like when... When Andrew's tired of the heteros, he's like, "Let's go." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "I can." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, Mr. Andy. Yeah. I, I understand. I'm like, I can, I can bend on this on this matter. <laughs> you know, it's good for you. It is, and then to sometimes, support your brothers and sisters. Yeah, and then you know, sometimes <laughs> I work right across the street. Yes, so I know. I need to come visit you at the Raygun. At the Raygun. I love Raygun. I love Raygun. I have such a good time there. That's I'm, I bet it's a fun job. I'll have to. It's very fun. I'll have to treat you to a Beaverdale shirt since you're so. <sighs> yes. I, I want so, one. That'd okay. be fun. Okay. Excellent. Well, we're at the end of our tea party. I. I'm so sad. I'm so sad too. I so appreciate the time that you've taken. This has been fun. Yes, of course. Is there anything else that you need to promote? Like I usually ask younger people because I have artists on and you know they're like oh well you can listen to my songs here you can follow me on Instagram here do you have anything like that aside from your show um so yeah we have the young artist that opens at the stoner February 15th I believe is our opening and it runs oh. two weekends it's running in rep with um Doxy's God oh wow teenage That's fun. um confessions of a teenage blockhead um both put on by Domain young artist theater um, that is the adult version, so no kids really to that. But you're going to around, please bring all of the children. Oh, that's outstanding. I and then my show, cool. Sunday on the Rocks, opens um, with four fabulous Drake students uh, the first weekend of May. So that's, oh, that's coming great. soon. What else? Um, I believe... I'm in the works of of some sort of cabaret performance. So we'll see when that happens. Well, you can let me know. Yeah, I she'll can, put it. Yeah. she'll she'll let all of the many users and listeners <laughs> know. Well, you know, I talk about everyone and every everything that everyone I know is doing. Every show, generally, I, I well, like to good. throw in a plug without them knowing. I mean, like it's not like right. I'm like I'm talking about you. I'm just like, hey, like this is something a friend is doing. So I'll be sure That's to mention good. it. Thank you. I know. You got to put on. I love working with young artists on this show or like people who are just starting out. So, yes, that's my gig. I mean, you're not just starting out. Obviously, you're very accomplished, but I'm ancient. <laughs> I don't think you're. I mean, am I the oldest person you've had on air? Yes. <sighs> and I I've, I wanted it that way. I wanted to show that I have a range. A, yes. I love yes. it. I know. I think I'm going to have a young girl who works with Station One on next. I'm oh, awesome. Very excited. That's great. I know. I want range. I think college students are fun but boring. I want to talk to everybody. That's good. Yes. If, especially as you're figuring this out and I know. Doing it. I know. The tea with P. The tea with P indeed. So as always, my name is Peyton Johnson. You can follow my Twitter and my Instagram at notorious P E Y and you can tweet at me using the hashtag P's Tea. Adam, thank you so much again. Thank you, Miss Payton. I'm so happy to have this time with you. 
As always, remember to keep your heads up high and your pinkies higher. My name is Peyton Johnson. Thank you for coming to my tea party.